Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Roughed Up Podcast, holiday edition. Ho, ho, ho. Tim, Matt, Mike, and Wes, we're here for you. It's Christmas Eve. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. You're here listening to the podcast for our grievances about betting, the NFL, Bitcoin, stock market. Mm. Could go in any number of different directions, but it's week 16. Am I right? Yep. Unbelievable. This season really flew by. Yes, it did. What an interesting season. Uh, Let's, should we just jump right in? Just go, uh, go down the line. We, uh, once again, have some midweek games. We recap last week's best bets before we start. We have been coming back to recap those when we get to the games that those teams are playing this week. So it's kind of like a combo. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll take care of it one at a time. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to it. I know I know it's it's uh, your first show, so it's uh, tough to tough to get back on the horse. Um, yeah, well let's let's jump in right away. Christmas Day, one thirty p.m. Vikings at the Saints. Saints are seven-point home favorites. Vikings have been the classic coin flip Vikings, kind of like the uh, consistently inconsistent or inconsistently consistent offering that they have. Seven-point home favorite for the Saints here, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, I I have to say, he was able to show the deep ball, which we haven't seen in quite some time, despite 17 broken ribs. Seven here. Anybody want first shot? Uh, yeah. Man, I don't like this many points with the Vikings because uh, the Vikings have a really good run game. The Saints have a really good pass defense this year. Not a great run defense. Um, it's still good. Still very good. But I don't know. I think this is going to stay within seven. Um, I'll take the Vikings just based on the points. I don't. I think the Saints will win. I just don't think we'll beat by seven. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, Michael Thomas still being kind of uh, missing here, getting the full seven in the division. Um, the Vikings. What's out of division? I well, I mean, these are have been playoff like opponents. Oh, yeah. So kind of like a a rivalry kind of. uh, So I think seven full. I don't know the uh, the Vikings have this uh, little momentum and then they give up thirty points to Trubisky. So what we we were talking about in that game was uh, was if the Bears could stop Dalvin Cook. Um, or you know, slow them down a little bit. They they aren't as feisty of a team. I don't know if I think the Saints' run defense might not be as as good as the Bears. Um, but yeah, I, I I'll take the Vikings on the side. Yeah, I agree. I think there's some playoff. These teams uh, play well against each other, as you said, like you know, some previous years in the playoffs. Tight matches. Uh, but Kirk Cousins is so Jekyll and Hyde. You know, like, lay an egg against the Bears, but then they might come back and win this game. Um, 
Drew Brees, I don't know how the hell he was in that game last week, like with 17 broken ribs. There was no way that I thought like he would start pre-playoffs. And there he wasn't, you know, throwing zero passes in the first half, whatever it was, zero completions. And I was like, well, they put him in too soon. This is going to be a blowout. And then they came back. So I still don't think he's, he's fully healthy. And I think we'll see a lot of Taysom Hill. So it's like Taysom Hill is a quarterback or a gimpy Drew Brees against Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think it stays within number as well. I'll take the Vikings. Not a big uh, Taysom Hill buyer here either. Uh, a couple of things to note here. Both teams coming off back-to-back losses. So if you're betting on reversion for the better team, Saints at home is usually a decent bet. Um, another side on the Saints, uh, they have they are seventh in the league in sacks. So if you think this is a Cousins impact game, uh, him under pressure, yeah. it seems it's probably pretty likely in this game. Uh, yeah, that's, what, that's what I was going to talk about was they have good pass defense because of a good pass rush. Uh, and so that's uh, that might affect this game adversely. Is the fact that Cousins is going to be under pressure the entire game. One other thing to throw out: the Vikings fourth in the league in yards per game, Saints seventeenth in the league. Uh, I'm still seeing surveys where people put our polls, or people put out who's the best running back in the league, and it's the three guys you probably mentioned off the top of your head, and then Alvin Kamara, who has yet to run for 100 yards this year. Yeah, um, that was my stat of the week. Uh, so, yeah, seven. Yeah. I think this is the fair number. I, I'm not. I'm not really interested in the game. <laughs> uh, Kamara is more of a yards from scrimmage guy. It's not about the rushing yards. He's he might be putting up 60 yards rushing, but he'll put up 200 yards yard scrimmage. I think that's that's a year old. I haven't seen too much of that this year. I still he's a, top, he's a top running back. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He, yeah, he, he's like a, a top fantasy running back. Yeah, he's a but fantasy yeah, beast. He's, he's never – yeah, like I think um, he had like two touchdowns this week. Wait, no, maybe one touchdown and like only like 50 yards or something. He's, he's, uh, he's very um, – yeah, he's not a heavy load guy. And, no. and uh, when they were cooking the, the Saints – with Kamara and uh, God, who is the Ingram? Alabama uh, Ingram? Mark, Mark Ingram, yeah. Yeah. So when they have Latavius Murray like um, uh, working well, that that's just is a great duo. It's just based off of who's going to get the red zone touch uh, that changes that value. Um, I I agree. Yeah, this number seven is rough, um, but it is Christmas and there's no other games, so I'm probably going to bet it. The line looks like it might move somewhere, so probably just hang on until 1 o'clock, see, see what goes on here. Army's a degenerate. That's why he's betting this game. No need to buy the move mm-hmm. first. I, I guess if you're – it does look like Saints, right? Or uh, Vikings money is moving, right? I could give you the little uh, bets on the spread. 76% of bets are on New Orleans. It seems uh, also, you know, 51 is a high over-under, but that seems like that would move up. Because if there's one game on TV, the public loves to bet the over. So that that seems low to me. 
I, uh, I agree with you, especially indoors. And and the thing is, both these teams aired out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I mean, it's probably a running. That that's what they're thinking with the lower total is one of these teams is going to run thirty times, so they limit the number of possessions, short in the game. I I understand the thinking. Uh, I just think indoors weather is not going to be a factor, and especially if the Vikings fall behind early or either team falls behind early, uh, I think both these teams are going to be airing it out. I, I think this game could easily be in the sixty point range, like thirty one, thirty four. 20, 28, 35, something in that range. Saints have won four of the last five in the regular season. Vikings have won both playoff games. Mm. All right, let's move it along. Saturday game. So we're going four straight days of NFL football this week, if I'm not mistaken. And the 10 a.m. game on Saturday is a real banger. Mm. Lions, Bucks, we can be quick on this one. It's Lions, uh, getting 10 points. The Bucks are 10-point road favorites. I will not bet on the Buccaneers as a 10-point road favorite against anyone. Nope. So give me, I'll take the Lions. No. I'll take the Lions, too. No other questions asked. I'm taking the Lions. Well, big <laughs> question to ask is, what's Matt's, what's Matt Stafford's health? <laughs> he's going to play. He's playing. He's playing. He if, he played, uh, if he played last week, then he's, he's playing. He's this playing week. this week. He's playing for sure. He played through it. Last week, he said, he said, if I have my teammates who are playing injured all the time and then I have a bruised rib and I'm not playing, he's like, I'm a pussy. He's like, I got to be out there. He's like, I'm the quarterback. And so he's going to be out there every week. If it's not broken, he's playing. Stafford is a tough, tough dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, – what did he, he, like, punctured his lung or something? What happened to him? I know he walked he broke, off. He broke, it, he broke yeah. his collarbone. He broke his collarbone and – did a QB sneak with a broken collarbone and won the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, that was, yeah, he just stood up dude. and, yeah, took charge. Uh, that's impressive. Kind of like you assume maybe there's adrenaline going on there, but, yeah, yeah I, I can't uh, I can't deny the, the large sack that he has to come back even the next week to keep playing because he's, you know, he's rolling in dough. He's not going to be replaced next year, so it's like – but, uh, yeah, he's got the football heart. So, Would you rather have him or Phil Rivers? I'd much rather have Stafford. Stafford all day. Right now? I don't know. Rivers is playing pretty well in Indy. You have to remember that Stafford is on the Lions. Like, the Lions are terrible. And he's always putting up numbers. Yeah, if, just if, a poorly managed – like organization for if, if Stafford know, had what, yeah if, if Stafford had what Rivers has at the Colts like he'd be putting up monster monster numbers you don't like believe Rivers, in Adrian Peterson as your supporting running back oh I saw I saw a stat where uh, Matt Stafford had started 166 games in only 11 games did he have a hundred yard rusher. Yeah. Which is quite insane because those are pretty easy to pick up even with bad running backs. I think Ryan Tannehill might have 11 of those games this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think DeAndre, I think Peterson had one this year, one 100 yard game this year. And Almost. That is it. He got to 93 in week one. 93. Okay. 
Yeah, he's exactly. just reminding everyone that he's still capable getting his. So what's uh, what's Tampa Bay's playoff seating right now, and what does this game mean for them? Are they in the playoffs? They'll be in the playoffs, yeah. But they they need to keep on winning for seeding purposes because they're uh, I think they're the sixth seed right now. They are currently the sixth seed. Yep. And what top seven go in? Top seven. Top seven. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to make a case. I'm trying to think about how to how to make a case for the Bucks. Like, why should they be ten point favorites? And could they stomp the Lions? And Lions just do nothing. So you said what the Lions won last week on like a, a late Stafford scramble, you said or something. I'm blanking out that game. But if the Lions did win last week, then this could be a letdown spot for them. And Tampa Bay needs to win, as you said, they <laughs> rolling in. It's so hard to imagine them beating a team by 10 right now because they play so like down to their competition and they kind of just are, they, have, they haven't put all the pieces together. Um, this is a high total, 54. They, they, they got smashed last week. They got absolutely destroyed by Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two in a row, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, two they, weeks ago where he tried to run in the end zone. He like got smushed. Okay. It, looked, it looked like he broke all his bones. And uh, yeah, that was against Green Bay. Green Bay. Then he played this week, right? Yeah, okay. Tennessee rolled them. Um, yeah, this is obviously a much different team than Tennessee. Uh, so I, I, I have a hard time picturing yet yeah, laying 10 points with the Bucks. Um, I'm just trying to trying to make a case for why this line is what it is. Like, is there something that, that like we're not seeing? Well, the lines are terrible, the lines they are terrible, terrible. That's, but that's, that's what we're the the Matt Patricia lines are terrible. This this new team has life and fight. And they, they, got, the they got smoked last week. I don't know. Yeah, they, they did not stop <laughs> a single thing that was sent towards them. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only uh, argument is that they've already packed it up after last week and they're like, well, we have our coach. Let's just get to the season healthy and pack it in. And the Bucks need to win. Uh I don't have a play on this game, but it'd be a weak lean to the Bucks just because there's playoff implications and the Lions, as you said, are, are terrible. I'm going to give you an alternative play here, and it's going to wrap into something that I think will come up a couple more times because I only have mentioned one of the games so far. I'm going to put this into a 10-point te- teaser. So I've got New Orleans going from a 7-point favorite to a 3-point underdog, and I've got <laughs> this game going to just uh, Tampa Bay needs to win the game. What do you think about that? Is that is that interesting to you? I wouldn't. The Saints going down doesn't doesn't move the needle for me. The Saints. What do you mean? You can find a better team to to make that ten point play on than the Saints. Really, Saints at home getting three points aren't going to be able to win. Aren't going to be able to cover against the Vikings. It goes through a couple of key numbers, but I just don't see that really moving. It's like if the Saints are going to win, they're going to. I think they're going to crush the Vikings. So put them in the teaser. Let's go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but you put the Steelers uh, giving 14 to the Bengals uh, and you tease it 10 points and they lose outright. I wouldn't wouldn't do that. I don't think the Steelers are as good as the Saints are. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just saying that like, oh, yeah, like Saints are clearly better in your – or, well, what what game are we – we're talking about the Bucs. The Bucs could lose. I'm not really totally bought it. That, That was a tight game with Atlanta last week. They, yeah, oh, yeah. We've, we've talked about them and their flaws often, but even at, on their bad days, they're beating the Lions. I agree. I think, yeah. I think, I think the Bucks are going to beat the Lions. I just, 
don't think they're going to win by 10. I think they're going to win by four or five. Yeah, I like 10, but I like the 10 mm-hmm. for sure. But but I also like mm-hmm. if even money, you just win the game. I think that's pretty good. Anyways, yeah. we, can, we can come back if, uh, if we put together a teaser. If that one doesn't work, here's another one that could work for you. It's the Niners and the Cardinals Saturday afternoon game. The Cardinals at home facing the Niners at home. <laughs> <laughs> the Cardinals are five point home favorites against the against the Niners here. Arizona um, 49ers. Yeah, I have I have already put this one into a ten teamer, uh, and it, at the time, I believe was Cardinals <laughs> minus three and a half, and it's already yeah. gone up to five. Uh, so yeah, I would, the, I, I, w- I would take the Cardinals at five. I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Niners by ten. So it's with so, the. I think we yeah we talked about it earlier in this week. It's a weird line that it opened that way, knowing that they had no quarterbacks. So like yeah. they're starting bet uh, beat hard, Bathard. right? Yeah, they're, they're starting Bathard, Yeah, <laughs> I refuse to just uh, not pronounce words the way they're spelled. <laughs> so uh, beat hard was uh, <laughs> was the starter. Um, and the the Niners are uh, drenched in injuries now and they have not looked good in the past two weeks they were like they were clinging on a playoff hope with uh, Kittle and Jimmy G coming back maybe if they had won the last two weeks but now they just basically have decided to did you hear that Kittle's playing this week did you hear that yeah, I'm like, I'm like, why would you play Kittle this week? The season's over. The guy's guy coming will, off a. The guy's guy, coming off a. He's a loyal to. He's loyal to his fantasy owners, man. I gotta Jesus. respect that. I'm like, I'm like Comes why back for the, are you gonna? The, <laughs> why are you gonna risk your career on a dead season? The season's over. Like oh, why? Yeah. why? And everyone's dinged up at this time of the year. Matt Stafford's willing to play. Why not Greg or George Kittle? I, I, from what I, what I, uh, what uh, I had heard from uh, Shanahan was like, yeah, we're just shutting everyone down. So uh, yeah, well, he know. shut Mostert down. Uh, he hasn't said much about Jimmy, but Kittle says he's playing this week, unlimited snaps, but he's playing. Wow, that's insane. It's insane that they don't tell him no. Yeah, because he's he's like a the franchise player. You just yeah. say, hey, dude, like, we'll keep paying you, but you don't get to go out there, man. Listen, like, if they don't win this game, they're not going to get that sixth win for me. So you got to get that right. sixth win. The, 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 team, <laughs> the team really should transition into tanking. And so it's very weird that they're – Exactly. When everybody's talking about Zach Wilson, it's like, oh, Zach Wilson's the next coming. Well, if they win one more game, they have zero chance at him. They already have a pretty low chance right now. He would have to fall pretty far because the Niners are number 12 right now. They could easily end up at six or seven. But even if they get to six or seven, Zach Wilson's probably not going to be there. I mean, the Panthers pick in front of him. And Bridgewater's a a, a gap quarterback. He's not permanent. What are the Jets, what are the Jets going to do, Tim? Keep winning. Uh, the Jets are – they're going they're – either, they're either going to draft – a tackle, or they're going to draft Fields, one or the other. You really think that the Jaguars are going to draft another quarterback? They're drafting. They're drafting Lawrence. 100%. Yeah, how do you not take Lawrence in the ones? They're drafting Lawrence a hundred percent. 
There's a zero point zero. I think what they do, I think they dangle the uh, what was uh, uh, older Shanahan shit. What did he? he, Yeah, uh, Mike. Yeah, he sold. uh, He sold uh, uh, the Rams picks right for RG three. I think you just try and. I, I think you try and trade the first pick to the to the Jets. And get like trade next down from the one to the two, and just punish yeah. them for that stupid win that they got. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think I mean, that's what you, you do. If you if you think Fields is a better quarterback, if you think Fields is a better quarterback than Lawrence, well, I, 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 right. my my opinion of like teams that draft first very far away from contending, so you don't want to have a first round first pick quarterback. Because he's just going to get battered by a bad team. So, like, you start drafting the best player in the draft. So, like... Well, the best player in the draft is a quarterback. It just so happens to be Trevor Lawrence. So, sure, sure, it, sure, sure, sure. This is... This is a, I, you know, he didn't play this year, right? No, he did. They're in the national championship. Oh, well, I don't watch college football. But, like... <laughs> Army's I, opinion on Lawrence is in, in stone. Did he play this year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen him play. I don't see Andrew Luck in that guy. Well, nobody was Andrew. Nobody's Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning coming out of college. Like, um, right, 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 right. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was was coming out of college. I remember everyone was saying he's I, the next Peyton Manning. I but really but this I, guy is the next Elway or the next Manning. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, I've, I've, I, I, yeah, I have he, no. He's got a, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. He he has all the tools Kyle Allen does, but he has he has the I guess the wherewithal. He has the national titles. He, he has everything to back it up. Where 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 Allen didn't. Allen never had. He he was at Wyoming, so he I mean basically he was a complete gamble. Where Trevor Lawrence has all those tools, but he also has all the accolades to back it up. I think the top three quarterback picks in the last 10 years, there's probably been 30. I would say four have panned out. Maybe. Uh, uh, are, you, are you talking about first round quarterbacks? First round no, quarterbacks? like like top three picked quarterbacks. So like oh, teams that are bad. very, very bad and are picking first or I mean, second. Burrow, or third Burrow was having a great year as a, you know, a quarterback on a bad team. He was having a really good year. Until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, what the? Well, yeah, yeah. All right, so we've got Burrow. I think. Um, How many years did you say? The last the ten years. Ten, well, 20 ten years. years. Okay, I think you're gonna be a little short with those numbers. Yeah, I think so too. Mahomes is top, 2017. Mahomes, well, he was top ten. He wasn't top. Oh, three. what are you saying? Top three picks. Yeah, top, top three, three picks. picks. Yeah. I was like, so ten years. Ryan. Ken, uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, yeah. Um, uh, Jared Goff. Goff. Yeah, Goff. Andrew Luck. Right. What? Andrew Luck. Andrew Matt Luck, Stafford yeah. was 10 drafts ago. Was, he was 2008. 2008 Baker Mayfield. Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson Wentz. He's not even a starting quarterback anymore. <laughs> Jameis Winston. Marcus Mariota. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Sam Bradford, RG3, not even starting. <laughs> Blake Bortles, 
Sam so, Darnold. Yeah, I, uh, my, my, you know, wrap it up speech is that I think if you're that far down, your team needs a lot of help. And so putting a quarterback in there is not going to help you. Like, so if the Jets had Joe Burrow this year, are, they still go two and yeah. 14. Yeah, two and 14. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So it's like you're really like hoping his body, which fails this that year. year. Yeah. 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 That's it's, what it is. It's just that you need that guy to survive the first two years while you're rebuilding. It's like Deshaun, right? Deshaun has been an absolute monster. He was the eighth. He was the eleventh overall pick. He was the eleventh overall pick. Guy has been a beast for the Texans. But the Texans were good two years ago when he first started, but now they're trash because. I mean, O'Brien basically sold the team. Well, his his window failed. He blew out uh, his knee, right? He blew out his knee in 2017, his first year. Yeah. yeah. His first so, year, he blew out his knee. You, you, and you then he came back, and he was a monster in 2018. He was a monster in 2019. And then this year, it's it's been middling because his team's really bad. So, I think he's, 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 more, it's he's, not that, he's not He's not the example I want because he is in the 11th range. I'm saying teams strictly that are like 0 and 16, 2 and 14. The very worst teams should not draft a, uh, a quarterback. Uh, I think uh, that I don't think anyone disagrees with you because, like, the Alex Smith thing, we all lived through that being in the Bay Area, where like a quarterback yeah. who clearly was good enough to be a, a, a above average NFL QB was just stuck on a team that was not ready to yeah. do anything with any quarterback. But I think the thing is, like, if you you're never going to be in good shape if you're passing up on the best player just because he happens to be a quarterback. Like, yeah, exactly. You need that piece and you can't control when you have access to it. And so if the potential franchise QB is available to you, yeah, it might not be, and maybe it's only a one in four shot or one in three shots that he ends up being a good player for you, but you may never get that shot again. If you're the lions or, you know, some of these other teams that, are stuck in the Jags or, you know, I mean, the Jets, like you got to I mean, take that yeah. shot. It's well, a, perfect example, a perfect example of Stafford. Stafford was the number one overall pick. He's been the quarterback of the Lions for the last 14 years or last 12 years, sorry, last 12 years. I mean, and he's been stalwart and he was great for a long time. It's just now his team's gotten a lot worse than when he, I mean, they were really bad when he got drafted. And then he had like a three or four year span where they were actually decent. And then now they're terrible again. And, and he was, he's been good or above average the entire time. It's not, there's been no point where he's been a below average quarterback. He's not the reason they're shitty. Didn't the Cardinals just do that with Josh Rosen back to back? And then they got Kyle Murray. They got Kyle Murray, number one. They got Kyle Murray, number one, who's, he, I mean, he's not great, but he's definitely above replacement. He's a good quarterback. You would take him over random quarterback yeah, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I think that's what you have to look at, Lawrence. Is he, if he is the best, and it sounds like he's at least kind of consensus, like the best value at that pick, unless you can get like some crazy three pick haul, like you were talking about um, with the Rams, I think. Khalil Mack. I don't think you could pass him and take on take a lineman or something. Which yeah, I usually exactly. would advocate for in the drafts where like the top QB is like eh, that guy might have gotten he might have gotten like sh- shepherded into that role because there is no someone has to be the top QB. We let's who's who's out there? Oh, this guy from 
you know, some school where he, you know, maybe didn't ever play in a big game, but put up big numbers. I mean, Alex, Alex is kind of a good example of that. Alex Smith is like Utah, like running kind of a gimmick offense. He's never under center. Like he's got some tools, but you have to do some projection on him. And he, he just happened to be the like projected best quarterback. Whereas like, I think Lawrence is like, he's won the national title. He's beaten Alabama. He's done basically everything you can do in college. Um, and he shows all the tools that you want out of a quarterback. You're not going to do too well. Uh, Passing you, know, on that you, you, you've got maybe, you know, it's, it's like you're, you flopped the, the hand and you're in, you're in the lead. Sure. You might get outdrawn because your team sucks and you don't know how to acquire talent, but uh, you still, you can't fold when you're, when you're in that spot. This is a, yeah, similar to like where the Packers fell into the perfect spot where they drafted Rogers uh, late. And so it was, he was 22. So that's a good team. They still have, you know, a hall of famer quarterbacking, which ended up being two or three years. Rogers sits on the bench, you know, learns, you know, I don't know how much Brett Favre was sharing information with his competition, but mm-hmm. he was able to grow out of his, you know, college, uh, college age into uh, a prime quarterback and he's not injured, uh, and he's on a good team. Whereas these guys, how many of these guys? Sam Donald, like, he was the franchise quarterback, right? You spend your first-round pick on the guy who you're already kicking out the door. Well, was he uh, – he was number four overall pick, I think. I, mean, I, I agree. I'd rather be – the chiefs and drafting Mahomes in the middle of the first round and give him a year to learn. And then he becomes in as the best quarterback in the league. But I don't think the jets or the Jaguars have that choice. They, they have bad teams and they have a shot at the best quarterback. Do you want to take the yeah. shot or not? Well, the, the two top players in this draft are quarterbacks. It just so happens. And it just so happens that number one is Lawrence. Number two is Josh is fields. Yeah, yeah, I I, th- I think you yeah, I think you it. sell this pick. One of the two teams should sell their pick to get, you know, somewhere in the middle of a first round, uh, who wants, a, who needs a quarterback, and you get a, a lineman, and then you get that team's first and your first from next year, which you're going to be a bad team next year too. So you have three guys that fill the core. And then in the third year, you, you get a quarterback. I think you'll so, be hard-pressed to – you might not – there might not be another Trevor Lawrence in the next three years. Yeah. I think that's what people are worried that's about. True. It's like he's the he's – the, he is the – if you just take all the quarterbacks drafted over the last 10 years, he's in the top 5%. And so it's not that he's been forced into that that spot. You yeah. just – you'll never come back and, and get that shot at Andrew Locker or Cam – or not Cam Newton, but – it's a lot different situation from like the Mitchell Trubisky kind of being shoehorned in into the three spot and like for the for like Deshaun to fall that far was a surprise because he was clear clearly the best quarterback in college football the year he came out the year that it was Trubisky Mahomes Deshaun he was clearly the best of those three in college it just Mahomes had unique tools that Andy Reid saw and picked him over Deshaun. That that's poor Bears. Oof. Yeah. 
You had the yeah, first imagine. pick of those three, and you got, you got the worst guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Trubisky, he has tools. He's fast. He has a strong arm. He just had no experience. He only played one season at North Carolina. One season. That was it. And then he gets then he gets all this hype around him, and then he gets drafted number three overall, and all this gets dumped on him. And the Bears don't have a very good offensive line. They don't have very many weapons on their offense and their coach isn't very good. Charles Nagy is not very good, uh, not very good coach either. That doesn't help either. This was quite a tangent. Somehow we got to this point from talking about the Niners and the Cardinals. We only have a <laughs> short period of time left before we need to let Tim. I think run this off is a good Christmas tangent. We ended well, yeah, I'm just saying we need to catch up because we want to get, this year get Tim out of the, get Tim out on his way <laughs> so that he didn't dress up for nothing. Um, <laughs> So let's yeah let's let's jump back into the into the schedule and uh, and breeze on through. So let's close out on that one. Niners Cardinals five points. I like I like the Cardinals in a teaser. Uh, I like to them more at three and a half than I like them at five. But I uh, I think it's time to close close up shop for the Niners as you guys were saying. The the Niners are down. The the Cardinals are going to win by ten. Yeah, I agree. The the Cardinals really need to start winning games. So. This is a must win. Honestly. All right. How about a couple of teams that I think four weeks ago we were maybe talking about these guys as like dark horse AFC contenders. And both teams have had not exactly what you would want. Raiders, Dolphins. <laughs> Talk about uh, stocks that have fallen precipitously after peaking in the midseason. Uh, Raiders, three-point home underdogs here. Both teams seem a year or two away I'd say it feels like they've got some things going for them but they just cannot week to week be counted on um I've really kind of been swayed by your Tua hatred hmm. but I do believe in their defense so that I'm D aware. that D is legit so I'm, I'm fine with rolling with the Dolphins I, I've probably hit Slightly over fifty percent on my Dolphins ride all year, so I'm just gonna stick with them. Raiders have been so inconsistent and have lost like all uh, public faith here for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I I have the Dolphins here. Um, the Raiders don't have anything to play for in this game. It's clear that they've fallen apart. Uh, the Dolphins still have something to play for. Uh, the the Ravens are nipping at their heels, and they know it. And literally, they they could fall apart any second. And the Ravens are playing the Giants this week. Like they have to play top of their game, and they know it. I, I have the Dolphins. I gotta. I'll put a best bet on this game. I love the Raiders. Okay, Las Vegas Raiders, easy. So, like, last week, Derek Carr goes down at, like in the first drive of the game with that whatever hamstring or groin. I don't know what his status is. But I forgot. Their backup's Mariota, and he came in and looked good. Old-school Mariota. He's um, a classic. Uh, if he's your backup, you're stoked. If he's your starter, you're pissed. <laughs> <It's> like, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, like like Foles. Like Foles like, type. <laughs> he's, 
he's a competent, I mean, absolute comic quarterback. And now he's something to play for, like a second life, a second look on, you know, for the league to, to, to get a look at him. And Raiders, this is like the classic, you know, they're, they just will probably play up to this game. Like, you know, Christmas day, you know, the day after they just lost a nail biter. Um, they're at home. Miami, like you said, Tua is, is I don't think he's, I don't know. It's, it's, I think the jury's still out on him. I think the stock is going down and I think Gruden can figure out a game plan against him and Raiders have threats. They can run and throw. And with Mariota as mobile, if he's playing, it gives another threat to this team. And, and I just think this is like a perfect spot for them just to come back and kind of shock, shock people that think that they're done be like, Oh yeah, actually they have a competent offense and they can, they can put up points and they're holding dogs. I'll throw this in there. The Raiders two and five at home this year. Uh, so they've struggled in the new stadium. And uh, I think I also liked what I saw from Mariota. I think he probably got a little bit of a boost from playing against a team that was preparing for an immobile quarterback. And mm-hmm. now knowing this week coming in, the Dolphins are going to be able to prepare for him. I, I would say we might see more of the, the Titans version of Mariota that made a lot of mistakes. Um, so... I'll be on Miami as well, but uh, not not too strong uh, going across the country. Tim, you had Miami last week, minus three as your best bet. Any reflections on their performance against New England and their cover? Uh, no, I, it was what I was expected. I thought that they were going to come out. They knew This is the Super Bowl for them every single year, and it was what I expected. I didn't expect much out of the Patriots, and I expect the Dolphins to give them their best punch, and they did, and they won, and they covered. So, uh, and actually, I'm going to make this my best bet too. I'm going to go the opposite of Roy. I'm going to make. My, I'm going to make. I'm going to make the Dolphins my best bet. Back to um, back Dolphins minus three picks. The, wow. The thing is, is that I I like Mariota, but I hate this defense. This defense is absolutely atrocious. It they are so the second worst they, defense in the AFC. They are so bad. I <laughs> I think Mariota will keep them in the game, but I think they're going to lose outright, and I think they might lose by 10. Raiders have allowed more points than the Jets. Do you think Miami yeah. has the offense to capitalize, though, on that shitty defense? I mean, two is not like – they don't have he's, the weapons to take advantage. He's not He's not going to be blowing out the doors, but I, mean, I, I think this is going to be a 24-14 game. I don't think – I don't think Mariota is going to be lighting up the scoreboard either. I, I think both these teams are not going to be lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins' defense over the Raiders' defense any day of the week. Yeah. Gruden is, quote, optimistic on Carr. So, well, if Carr plays – even then, though, I, I, this is the, – the Dolphins have one of the best defensive backfields in the league, and they get a pass rush in there. All right, let's keep rolling. Um, yeah. All right. May the best man win. <laughs> yeah, like the like the head-to-head here. Uh, next game, Falcons, Chiefs, Chiefs at home. Chiefs are ten and a half point favorites against the Falcons. The Chiefs never seem to push on the gas all the way. Um, it to me, they look at their peak. They had their ceiling is so much higher than every other team that it's hard never. It's hard to pick against them against a bad team. Ten and a half is a lot. I uh, think the back door might be open here, but I can't trust Matt Ryan to not take a bad sack at the end of the game. So yeah. I think that probably leaves me on the Chiefs. 
I think where it puts me is this. Put, this goes into my teaser. Chiefs <laughs> minus a half point. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. This this is Matt Ryan outside too. It's going to be twenty degrees or something. Yep. Uh, I, like, I like I like the Chiefs here, and there's going to be no Julio either. No Julio outside. I got the Chiefs. So you could go essentially Cardinals, Chiefs. I know you didn't like this. You weren't buying what I was selling on the Saints, but maybe you throw the Bucks in there. All three teams just to win the game. If you put a if you put a ten ten pointer on there, something to think about. Bucks, I'm I'm not. I think they could lose the game. So <laughs> you're scarred from your Pittsburgh loss. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. Did everybody jump in on that one? Casey's defense isn't great, but yeah, it's an outdoor game, and Matt Ryan outdoors scares me as much as Casey's bad defense. But like you said, they don't they don't put teams away or run out the score, so it could be a second half running game. A, a whole lot of Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards, Elaire, or later. Oh, I don't now. think it'll be any any Clyde Edwards Elaire after what happened to him last week. Oh right, then Le'Veon again. Yeah, it's it's Le'Veon. It's Le'Veon all the way in this game. Yeah, that guy's done, right? Is he just done for the yeah, year? Yeah, that, looked, that looked horrible. Yeah, yeah he's done. <laughs> I was ex- I'm cringing thinking about it. That was mm. excruciating yeah, to watch. I don't like it when the full leg split happens. That's not good. One of the things that uh, I have definitely noticed about the Chiefs is that they are a second half team. Their yep. first half has been very slow um, for the whole year. It's either their first series. Um, the first uh, quarter and a half or so, they do not have uh, the right answer. And then, boom, Tyreek Hill has an 80-yard reception or something. It's like, oh, here we go. They're they're right on board. Um, but, uh, it does not yeah, take so like, much for them to get started. I, I think, yeah, this is a, a – Atlanta has kind of tilted towards like a – a 500 team in my mind, like somewhere in the middle of the pack. They just started with such a bad uh, beginning. Um, so I think this is going to be a close game. <laughs> what? I, what? They're a bad beginning. They're, they've lost three games in a row as well. They've not been good towards the end either. I think they're just like uh, hanging around is like <laughs> where they are. I, I'll take I'll take the Falcons on the side. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Bears, Jags. This is a five second each one seven and a half point road favorites are the bears jags now in the cruising seat for trevor lawrence as we talked about uh yeah i don't think the jags oh man the jags they do almost feel like a jets type team where they could figure out how to lose that pick but i'll say they don't it seemed like the bears figured out their rushing game and how to sort of like de-risk trubisky well as much as they could um so i'll, I'll spot the points on the road i think the jags are ready to Pick first. This is my best. This is my best bet of the week. Best I have a, uh, I have the Jaguars money line. Ma- mainly because um, I've I have thought the Jaguars have been a, an uh, unlucky team this year, and the Bears have resurged a little bit off. Uh, Montgomery's run game and I think Jacksonville's defense is pretty good in that department (laughs) at least a little bit 
So oh. I don't know. This is it's a reach, but I don't. <laughs> I totally think the Jaguars are going to win another game this this year. So you think so? Mm-hmm. They're going to screw it okay. up. Oh man, that'd be absolutely <laughs> atrocious. If that actually happened, that'd be unreal. I can't. I can't. The, the I'm just. I pulled up the Jag schedule to see how their performance against strong rushing teams has been, and I'm looking oh. at their, their last three games: Baltimore, Tennessee, Minnesota, all losses. <laughs> oh, before that, Cleveland, uh, and the last two have been by 26 and 21 points. So Yikes. I'm not sure I want to stand in the way of another. Yeah, game. Go, I'll, go. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Bears on this one. I was planning on taking the Bears anyway uh, before you told me that. And uh, yeah, because the Bears have seemed to figure it out. They've seen it, seemed to figure out the formula to get them to win games. And uh, what is their record right now? Are they even They are viable? in the hunt for sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they have something to play for, too. I, I think they're going to put it on the Jags in this game. I think they beat them by 21. That ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. I'm going to stick to my, my, my rule of if the Bears are over three-and-a-half-point favorites, you just never never bet this team. As, as big favorites, it is so hard to watch. At, at, like, you're going to see, like, in the first quarter when when Mitchell throws, like, a one-yard screen pass on third and 15, and you're like, all right, this team fucking sucks. I'm done. So I'm a big they point play. differential guy, as you know. The, the Bears are a minus three, actually, on the year. So at seven and seven, mm-hmm. their record actually pretty well reflects their point differential. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jags, any, any guesses on what their point differential is? Negative uh, 154. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty damn close. It's one negative okay. 148. <laughs> wow. Damn, that's close. <laughs> yeah, they have, uh, they have the worst defense in the NFL. Um, so from point by points allowed at least. So yeah. see how this one goes. But, but the best bets but, is Jacksonville money line for Army here. So but uh, they they, they will win a game. What is their next opponent? I will money line them next week. <laughs> they, will. they will. Uh next next week they are playing Colts. Colts. They're gonna beat the playoffs. Damn, that is that is actually pretty spicy because inner division always tough. I don't care whether it's one in fifteen or not. Like those <laughs> yeah, interdivision are always if, tough. If the Colts have 15. clinched and yeah. don't have like a seating to fight for, maybe Rivers sits and Brissett plays. Yeah, know. that's very possible. That's very possible. Yeah. Do you think and not only that, James Robinson is very confident. Pick, this first overall pick that's been dropped in their laps, I cannot believe that. Yes. Literally, he like the Jets did it. The Jets are an even worse run team, and they, they screwed it up themselves. So do you think any team is capable of throwing properly? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Not the Bears. Uh, all right, we got to go a little light, lightning round. Um, yeah, we got to go. Bengals, sure. Texans. Texans are seven-and-a-half-point home who favorites, which is who, hilarious. Who yeah, who cares? Let's just keep rolling. Uh Okay, one of you had the Jets last week. Jets plus 17. Roy was on the Jets plus 17. Uh, they won the game outright. So you, you covered. Right. Incredible. Yeah, Imagine incredible that. Pick. That's um, unreal that the Rams lost last week, by the way. Hey, on, li- what, Wes won't post uh, uh, episode 87 because I said we should bet the Jets money line. It's already been posted. Um, but, uh, yeah, we should have. You're right. Tibbers. 
Yep. No Tibbers. I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, move along. Yeah, move along. So the, move along. Yeah, let's move along. Browns, Jets, nine and a half this week. Uh, yikes. Mm. I mean, if the Jets want a shot at Lawrence, they definitely have to lose this game. Um, yeah. I like the Browns because they're a good team. Not a great team, by the way. I'll go back to point differential real quick. Uh, this might – well, I've kind of buried the lead there. But uh, what would you guess the, the Browns' point differential is this year? Uh, plus one. Zero. Zero or something. 20. Plus 20. It's minus six. So it's actually worse than Oof. the Bears, and they're 10 and four. Wow. So but, well, I, will, I will definitely they got, be – Whenever they lose, they get stomped. And whenever they win, it's close. Mm-hmm. So that leads to a uh, – a negative point differential. Like they, they lost by forty points to the to the Steelers early in the year. They had 30, some, some shitty weather games, like those back to back to back in the blizzard snow win where they scored like six, eight, ten points. So that's not really fair to their point total too. Their offense probably better than that. But they're giving up points in those games too. So it's yeah. it's a, it's a holistic it's a holistic uh, metric. Like you're I think that suppresses offense more than than not. So I think the offensive like they could have scored more. That's not reflective of the offensive potency of this team because those games were, were suppressed with with higher defensive metrics. I, I mean, they lost to the defense Raiders. Boosted by playing in that game. Yeah. It, well, yeah, they got stomped by the Raiders. They lost by they lost by double digits to the Raiders in really bad weather. Yeah, but you can, I I really don't like this points for against because the Falcons are plus two. Yeah, I are think they, that's really? well. There you go. There's there's a team you were saying is kind of um, wow. more like a middle of the road team. That's yeah. Like, I think the, they're they're a fifty fifty team that has just a bad uh, sequencing. They so well, like, they also have really poor fourth quarter play. Like yeah, yeah they, 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 right. They lost at least three games when they were up by seventeen or something. So like yeah, really yeah. bad management killed them in the fourth quarter. Like Dan Quinn was, and where, now and where are the Chiefs? Because they're in that same kind of category. They're uh, not Chiefs, the Chargers. Uh, Char- 40, 40. Chargers, I'm sure. I'm sure they might even be plus. They Yeah, they're 50. They, but it's – it's. Uh, Chargers are minus yeah. 62. Yeah. It's minus 62. Wow. Okay. A lot worse than I thought. Because they are close. They're in every game. They just managed to find a way to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. They had that one – hammered by that the hats. 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 40. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, that killed them. Okay. That that hurt him. Yep. That happened. Yeah. So it's that's it's really uh we uh Wes doesn't like me saying like oh they should have won that game and something bad happened. It's similar to this where it's like the Falcons are plus two, but they beat the Raiders by forty one game and it skews that uh kind of total. Cause, like, but that's the whole idea of the it being a season long metric is that over the long run okay games and your bad games all get mm. merged together and it's you know your offense has x amount of drives your defense has x amount of drives and what are that what's their performance when you combine them against each other anyways let's keep rolling no one needs to hear mm. us talk about the jets anymore uh <laughs> Colts steelers and the colts gonna be a good were game. army's best bet last week colts minus three covered they covered what do you like here? Um, this is an awesome uh, reversal. So I'm just going to bet the Steelers. They're at home. Indy is an indoor team. 
Um, I, I, I think the Colts could have lost that game last week and the Steelers are getting dragged in the public. So I, I like the Steelers at home being dogs, which is, they were, what, are, what were they? They were 11 and 0 and now they're dogs at home. So <laughs> fine. Yeah, this is buying low on the Steelers. I would, I'll take them here as well. I don't I know. I mean, uh, they're kind of in free fall and I don't see much redeeming qualities in, until they show on the field that they can turn it around. I'm, I'm not rushing to bet them, even though it's a great spot as home dogs. Indy's a really good team and they're still fighting for playoffs. Uh, I need to see them open the Steelers because they look terrible and in free fall and I'm not going to rush to back them here. I'll take the Colts laying less than a field goal. Uh, James Conner is back to practice. Colts have the number two rush defense, right? Behind Ravens. So that doesn't bother me. And the Steelers have the 31st ranked rush offense. <laughs> Awful. They're all but, like. But what does that mean? Because that maybe, maybe that invalidates the Colts' rush defense because it says, well, we're not <laughs> rushing anyways. So what, is, what does it matter? We're still <laughs> every play. The, the, the problem is, the problem is, is that Roethlisberger is playing hurt right now. He's, he's clearly, clearly hurt. He, yeah. He's clearly injured. He's playing. And every single ball is misplaced. It is either high, it's short, it's behind guys. Yeah, that's like, obvious. Yeah, everything is ugly. Coming this out is of still the second-ranked right defense in the NFL, the Steelers, by the way. Yeah. yeah. At home. No, Are they good. really going to lose their fourth straight game at home? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I agree with you there. I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers just because I'll take the points. And, uh, yeah, I seriously doubt the Steelers. Like, I don't think the Steelers are a great team. I, I barely think they're a good team, but I think they're above average. Uh, I think they're above average team. I think they'll beat the Colts here. I, I think the Colts will have a letdown, especially outdoors. Uh, I don't really like the Colts outdoors either. All right, let's keep rolling. Uh, okay, we got a really kind of lightning round here. Uh, Giants, Ravens. This is Ravens minus 10 at home. And the Ravens, if the Steelers' stock has collapsed in the last three weeks, I feel like the Ravens' stock has shot right back up. They have uh, reasserted well, themselves on, people. Yeah. as a likely playoff team. And they have been a team that can – I would say take care of business against teams that are not as good as them. And this is definitely one of those. That's one of those spots. Yeah. 10 points. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, the Giants offense is, is exceptionally bad. It's atrocious. It's real bad. So give me the uh, can, can three teams come out of the same division? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. This year they can. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, yep. Every year, uh, I think. And they're in. Well, technically, yeah. Technically they can. It's just this year is more likely than ever. It's just usually right. the, 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 yeah. the bottom two teams in a division are get stomped by the top two teams, and so it knocks, each, it knocks the bottom two teams out, generally speaking. What would you guess That's the Ravens' differential be, is? Uh, I would say probably plus 45. Roy, mm. really? you know it or you're guessing? I'm yeah, I think, I think they're way up uh, somewhere in the hundreds. Or I'm going to say single digits, six. Wow, so we're, we've got all – all the all possibilities. The uh, I don't remember who said in the hundreds, but that is the closest answer. The, the Ravens. Go. The Ravens are plus one sixteen, which is second. Oh in wow. NF, it is sorry, second in. Second in the NFL. 
Chiefs. Yeah, because they they, have, the they absolutely yeah. when they when they when they see bad teams, they absolutely bludgeon them to death. I don't know. That's no, so they they hang around similar to the Chiefs, but when they win early, they blow out the other team. I think they've had yeah. at least two games where they've won by thirty five plus or something. So that's where their 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 gain is. And I think that's going to happen in this game, like. I, I think they're going to put it on the, the Giants in this game. And, and the Giants can't score. That's the problem, is the Giants can't score consistently. That's like, you're going to see me. a lot of – yeah, you're going you're gonna to have a lot of three and outs, and you're going to give you're gonna give Lamar a lot of opportunities to score. I just don't like it. I, mm. I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah. I like it. They have no – they have no running option. So, no. that that's where – there was, like, a little window where uh, – um, they were running a little bit better, but they can't anymore. So ten is fine with me. Ravens fourth in the league on defense, sixth in the league on offense. Points scored, points allowed. All right. How about Panthers at football team? Football so, team one point favorite. Haskins is is the starter. Oh no. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, this is a game I really don't care about. Uh, yeah, we we can skip. Let's skip. Let's go. Yeah. All right, Broncos at Chargers. The Chargers are three and a half point. I I'm on another one. I don't care. I'm on the There's Broncos. Another... I'm on the Broncos. They're they're dogs in the division, and I uh the Chargers I, aren't great. I, I think they're more competent than the than the Chargers, but I think the Chargers have a way better skill players. They have way better skill players. I'm not close. Yeah, but, but they, the, they, the problem. they mismanage games constantly. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Giving, giving the hook. Lynn, giving the hook. Lynn is terrible. You cannot trust that guy. They should have lost 14 times last week against the Raiders. <laughs> it's just. I like the Broncos here. Three and a half sounds good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Fangio is a competent uh, coach. I think he's a competent leader. Problem is, the tools that he has suck. Like, his offense is fucking abomination. Like, Drew Locke is terrible. He has no running backs. Like, Gordon is not the answer. What are you talking about, Melvin Gordon? He's a a pro ball player from three years ago. Oh, God. Yeah. Get out of here with that crap. Uh, Running backs backs get blown out so quickly. God. He was uh, was great, but uh, he's done too. So, yeah. Rams, Seahawks. Rams getting, getting a point here on the road at Seattle. This was yeah, my uh, this was my actual best bet before I trolled. Uh, I'm I'm on Seattle big time. Yeah, big time. I'm gonna take Seattle too. I'm gonna Just take Seattle too. How how bad the Rams looked last week, and they've been so flip floppy. But um, you're you're you expecting you can't expect them to um, turn it around against uh, the Jets and then fly to Seattle and play better. <laughs> And the thing is, the Seahawks own the Rams. Play better. They play I better. I do too. The 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 Seahawks own the Rams, though, man. It's what? just really is that true? No, they play close. I thought. I think the other way around. I would have thought. Yeah, the Rams have overperformed in this match. Well, what, what was it? Rams. Cardinals on the Seahawks. Seahawks. Rams have history. won five of their last six against Seattle. Really? This team lost, this team lost to the Jets. Move on. It's a big win. So Let's why? go. Unless Why someone is line, someone's dead. Line three or three and a half. Are they are they benching Russell Wilson? <laughs> Who's playing defense for Seattle? Someone has to have been hurt. 
Yeah, this line I think this line sense. is right. I think this line is right. I mean, basically, it's right? saying the Rams are better, but they're not. They're not that much better. Um, yeah, because it's in Seattle. So that seems right to me. Seattle's defense okay. is trash. Yeah, man. I uh, did you see the next game down? Eagles versus Cowboys. Yeah, let's let's get let's Eagles. keep going. I, Eagles, I have the Eagles, Eagles all the way. I have the Eagles all the way in this game. I, I think the Eagles are going to absolutely destroy the Cowboys. Cowboys Jalen Hurts on the road. The, the Cowboys' defense is atrocious. Yeah, speaking it's of bad defense. It's so bad. It's so bad. I, I think Hurts is going to put up 40 points. Two weeks worth of film on Hurts, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a simple guy. He seems like a Kyler Murray guy. Yeah, it's a Kyler Murray slash Lamar situation. He's he's very similar. He needs to rush the ball 10 to 12 times a game to be effective. There's no rush defense for the Cowboys. So. Oh, yeah, and there's no rush defense for the Cowboys. I like the Eagles. <laughs> is, uh, is Zeke playing? Oh, he's um, been. Sure. Who cares? He's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was in non-effective anyway. Pollard is the man. I heard Pollard that yeah, is better pa- than pa- Zeke. Pollard had better uh, yes. results than Zeke has had all year. Yep. Speaking yeah, of guys Pollard who... is way better yeah, three years ago. Zeke can good. catch. I Zeke love the catch. Zeke is Boys, done. Love that oh. pick. Cowboys at home all day. He's riding with the red rifle. All you. All you. Uh, I am not betting on the Cowboys ever again. So, yeah, Eagles for me. <laughs> I'm not betting Philly ever again. <laughs> oh, they got a new quarterback, right? They got a resurgence. Yeah, they have uh, like someone. really bad. This, this should be a good defense. game right here. This All right, how about this next one? Yeah, Titans-Packers. Titans-Packers? Getting three on the road. I think this is a spot where I'm going to put down my flag on best bet, and I'm going to fade the Packers, and I'm going to take the Titans. Titans I, getting I the field agree. goal. I like, I like the Titans. They are tough-nosed team, and the Packers always struggle against really hard-nosed, defense-driven, run-game-driven teams. Like, that's the reason why they sucked last year against the Niners. The Niners absolutely destroyed them. They can't stop the run. And this is exactly what the, the Titans do. The Titans basically do what the Niners did last year. I think the two most dangerous teams in the AFC outside Kansas City are, are Tennessee and Buffalo. And yeah. it's because they can okay. both put up 40 playing yeah. Tenet- any Tennessee type is- of offense they want. Tennessee is always a threat, right? Well, we saw it last yeah. year. I mean, no one saw it coming, but you literally just throw the ball into Henry's hands and he runs for 200 yards. Yep. And it's like, wow, okay, we didn't prepare for that all year. And, yes, it's going to be uh, 12 degrees in Green Bay. So, yep. Yeah, it's going to negate what Rodgers can do. It's this is a large over-under, though, 56, so – uh, they yeah, think they're going to be airing it out in 12 degree weather. It's like, no, they're both teams are going to be running the ball a lot. And what do the Titans do? They stop the run and they run the ball. This is a perfect game for the Titans to show up and beat the Packers. Because these are two things that the Packers don't do great. Uh, Aaron they, Jones is the Packers it, do the other thing exceptionally, exceptionally well. Throw the ball. Right, talk, well, they throw the ball well. And Tennessee, the, Tennessee's defense is actually not that great against the pass. Tennessee's D has been bad. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah, but the problem is, is that it's 12 degrees. Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball 40 times? I'm not going to get it. Weather? I'm not going to get in the way of uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams right now. Like the, the offense is so in sync and so lightning, and they're at home. I, I 
until a team shows that, that that they can stop that, that to me is a more explosive offense than a run Derrick Henry. Even though Henry is unstoppable, I like the Packers offense high flying with Rodgers. That connection is too special. Wow. I'll tell you this. The number one offense in the league is the Tennessee Titans. Yep. Packers are third, so that's, that's not yeah. bad. I mean, they're both great offenses. Uh, was um, – and the, Titan, the Titans' defense is bad. Mm-hmm. It, they, so. They're bad. They're bad against the pass. They are, but I don't know how much you're going to be throwing the ball in 12 degree weather. We're going to go. Uh, the weather is definitely going to play a factor. If, if you're if, if you're in that weather every year, you're going to get better at it. So. You're an advantage. Advantage Packers. Yeah. yeah, you're asking Tannehill to be better at it when he's been playing in Miami and Tennessee his whole career. Oh. Well, he's not going to be throwing the ball much. I mean, he might throw the ball 15 times in this game. So, Let's Makes close it out. Let's close back. it out. We got one more game. Yep. Bills, Pats. Tim's high-flying Bills. Seven-point favorites in New England. You know who I got in this game. Because <laughs> they're still vying for that one. They're still vying for that one spot. So, they got something to play for in this game. Unless, unless the Chiefs win – if the Chiefs win in this game, then they might sit somebody. If they sit somebody, then we'll have a conversation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Bills have definitely have something to play for seed-wise. So, they're number two seed right now. So, you're on yeah, the uh, this is The historical Pats dogs at home by touchdown is free money. One concern yeah. I have not, about it's, taking it's, it's the Pats the here team. is the uh, Stefan Gilmore injury. That's definitely yep. uh, for the year, right? The, the, yeah, yep. he, he had he had a torn uh, torn. I think torn, he's out I for think. the year, right? Yeah, yeah, he's done. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's one where I think if he was in if he was playing this game, I would have been much more likely to bet on the Pats just because of that. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago when they didn't they just play not that long ago yeah because uh, where because Diggs Diggs was thought to be done for this week but he's playing this week so Diggs gonna be back Beasley's gonna be good I mean the Bills are firing on all cylinders right now they're dangerous that makes me think that we should bet on the Pats because <laughs> how many times I mean they've already Bills have already clinched their uh, home game in the first round and how many times have we seen a bad AFC East team upset uh one or the other, well, usually the Patriots. Um, yeah. In a late season, this, this has yeah, this has a smelling of like the Dolphins trap game. coming back. Yeah, a trap game. Yeah, I agree. But it's New England, but, so you're ever really going to get trapped by the team that's run your division for 20 years? I don't know. And well, Newton also the, dude, mm-hmm. Newton's so bad, man. I watched New- Newton week. is unwatchable. It point. is so bad, man. And the Bills' defense is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. And they can definitely stop this offense. This offense is – they'll be lucky to score 14 points in this game. This Pats have the seventh-ranked so defense tough. in the NFL, which is incredible. You think about how Yeah, but you, you just named the best player on the team is yeah, not playing. and he's not playing, so we're going to – because he would literally – step on Gilmore would just fall around Diggs all game, right? That's not going to happen now. He's going to be free to do whatever he wants in this game. Yeah. Oh, man. I've hated the Bills just uh, for no reason. But um, 
Yeah, it's maybe because Saban isn't. It's because they're my second favorite team. That's why, I mean, you just want to, <laughs> you just want to dick me around. That's what it is. No, no, no. I, I just didn't like Allen really as a quarterback, and I still don't really believe in him. But he, you know, last year, God, he had such bad accuracy problems. Yeah, and I still he see does that it this year. Off- I see. I, well, he, I see he every, oh, everyone has an errant throw, but he is a lot more accurate this year. What's his accuracy this, accuracy this year? 66, 66. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I've seen the eye test. Like, it's definitely better than it was last yeah, year. Cam Newton's a 66% completion percentage <laughs> yeah, quarterback. He, he, he throws 12 times a game to his. his uh, yeah, Kyle Allen, I mean, uh, Josh Allen is throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball 30, 30 to 40 times a game. Like, it's a little yeah. bit different. Like, his 65% is a lot different than Cam Newton's 65%. Cam, Cam, dude, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Oh, man. His, uh, his body fails him. He's a tank for so long. It's just like, eventually it fails. Yeah. I think we saw it. We watched it in uh, the Super Bowl where they played the Broncos. That was yeah. probably the end of his career <laughs> in his, yeah, at least the beginning of the end. Right. Cause he got, yeah, he, had, he, he, he probably had two concussions in that game that he played through. <laughs> Dr. Tim yeah. coming in, diagnosing dude, concussions. Dude, he got, he got knocked there out. Were like, he got there were like, that, yeah. there were like he got knocked out a couple times in that game. There was yeah. a couple of sacks where he didn't get up right away and he was clearly not there. There's no yeah, amount of money you could give it. me to play quarterback against that year's Broncos defense. Because that was the year they also, like, hit Brady, like, 40 times or something that, ridiculous. That, the front line was nasty, but they had the two best quarter uh, cornerbacks. In the league. They had t- uh, Khalif and uh, Chris uh, Harris. Chris Harris. Chris Harris yeah. yeah. And one of them was allowed to cheat all the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> one of, yeah, one of them, like, literally, like, Headbutted someone's knee on the field, and he was allowed to continue to play for the rest of the year. He's a prized announcer now. To talk about I, other yeah, players. Yeah. Dude, Talib. Yeah. I know we're on a sh- short, short schedule, but oh my god, god. listening to Talib try to speak words. Tim, would you rather so... have Talib or Chris Myers? They're, Chris they're Myers, on the at same... least, at least has uh can at least speak english like i oh i'm listening to i'm listening to leave i'm like are those actual words like come on in the world chris myers is a robot we we prefer well yes he is very robotic he's so and the thing is is greg jennings greg jennings another one holy shit like you know who they should get as the announcer they should speaking of greg jennings they should get the greg jennings guy from the madden clip Oh, Terry Greg, Greg Jennings. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a classic. I've, I've always advocated that uh, sports should have an alternate stream with just uh, funny people. Just trollers, yeah. Yeah, they should have, like, Randy Moss and, like, yeah, you know, I mean, name the, like, Dion, Michael Irvin. Well, like, well, like if, if you watch NBA a little bit, like, if you watch the game with O'Neal and, and Barkley and uh, EJ commentating in yeah, the, uh, on time. the other side, yeah, it's like I'd prefer that than, uh, like, oh, uh, Paul George shoots from the corner and makes a three. Like, no, it's just like Barkley, oh, man, he should have passed that. It's like, okay, yeah, that's way better than this, like, dull, like, explaining something I can see on TV. But, uh, yeah. 
I think we're headed that direction. I mean, they've done yeah, that for I some mean, big the events. Niners, the Niners game is on Twitch this week, so. Nice. Uh, yeah, who's going to be announcing see, that? Is it uh, Ninja and Pokemon? No, it's the same <laughs> cast. It's, a, it's just a Amazon trying to, trying to reach for the kids. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 the How the mighty have fallen. That's all I have to say. Uh, once upon a time, they would have been a CBS primetime game. Now they're on Twitch. Bro, you yeah, think, you think that's a fall off, Tim? Twitch is where it's at now. The under 24 generation spends more time watching Twitch than in traditional sports. That's that's true. I, I agree with that. But do you think uh, your 24-year-old gamer is going to be watching Twitch for the Niners? Well, it depends if there's uh, going to be loot drops uh, during the first or second <laughs> yeah, quarters. Yeah, it depends on where they're dropping treasure. <laughs> it um, depends if they can get new skins on a first down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a uh, cord cutter. 49er skins? It's a cord cutter's option. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I think Amazon Prime is going to be the future of where, or, or Netflix or whoever, whoever the NFL decides to make a deal with is going to be the future of where the NFL goes. Uh, it's just that it's really odd that you're dropping this now went way before clearly well, everyone is having that as an option. Well, yeah, they're testing the market. Like a couple of yeah. uh, Giants game, like a uh, uh, game of the week uh, this year was a force. You could only watch it on Facebook. And it's like yeah. these guys are trying to figure out, oh, is this viable? Are people tuning in? And then they're going to try to extrapolate into the future. Oh, I, I think that is the future. I think everything's going to be on Amazon Prime, Netflix, YouTube TV. I, I, I think that it's like exclusive YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. We have the we have the New York Giants versus the problem whoever. with that is is that you know they're so entrenched with the the cable networks is that they don't want to unbundle right because like if you said I could watch every uh, Niners game or uh, San Francisco Giants baseball game and i paid two dollars per game maybe i would pay for that because it would be you know it wouldn't be overall it'd be cheaper no i was actually listening to a podcast talking about that was is that it's actually cheaper say you did a pay-per-view session on like oh here goes the nfl game you actually want to watch instead of some like Mm -hmm. bullshit game it's just like oh this is the you know patriots versus the dolphins as opposed to watching your local team who's going to be dog crap because the direct tv um bundle is ending soon with the nfl it's ending in 2022 so you you could definitely see some pay-per-view options like hey if you want to watch you know the Bengals versus steelers and they're not in your market all you have to do is pay three bucks and you can watch the game yeah they yeah they it's a real fight you know, obviously, because like Comcast and you know every form of uh, you know the the combined conglomerates like fighting to not allow unbundling, basically. Yeah, well, because they make so much money money off the bundling. Because people, when you purchase a bundle, there's about five, maybe ten things you use in that bundle. Like you use the router, you use that, and you'll watch a couple channels but you'll not do anything else with it. And so you're just wasting hundreds of dollars a year with that bundling. How about this for the future of entertainment? You've got 
Amazon, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney, mm-hmm. all four of those underneath them, one of them buys Cinemark, one of them buys AMC, one of them buys Century Theater, you know, I, I don't know which, what the actual yeah, whoever. are that yeah. are, you know, they each have I, I, I a, a theater franchise. And so you buy your subscription for that streaming service. Maybe Amazon owns the NFL, maybe and someone else has access. baseball, someone else has basketball and you get, you get everything you can watch. You can watch it all at home, straight, straight to, straight to your, you know, your computer, your smart TV, whatever. Or you can get you can go to movie theater. access into yeah. a movie theater for an additional fee, or maybe that's part that's, of a higher tier of your membership. And yeah. then because they yeah. own these properties now, they can they don't have to go with this sort of mixed model of, oh, well, we'll just it's you know, happening. the food from here or there. Yeah, yeah. But they've got here's the Disney store inside the Disney movie theater where you can come and watch all merchandising. The not only are you going to come and watch, you know, the next, you know, the next Disney movie that comes out, but you can stay because we've got a theater that also has the Mandalorian on loop. And yeah, that you can would just be go sweet. there with your that friends and watch cool. 10 episodes in a row and yeah. we'll sell you food. We'll sell you a Boba Fett helmet and, <laughs> uh, and, you know, squeeze. That's, squeeze a, whatever. That's, a, that, that's such a really cool idea. I, I like the idea that it's on a, it's on a, like a tiered system where you go like silver, gold, platinum. If you're a platinum member, you get to go, you can see this and this for free. And your pricing for merchandise is cheaper than if you're a gold tier member or a silver tier member. So like the Mandalorian helmet, instead of being 30 bucks, it's now 15 because you're a platinum member. Like you have all these options. It it opens up a gateway that, um, that probably these theaters are going to need. Definitely I mean, how good how good would it be? I'm I'm let's yeah. come full circle for NFL, but it's like, hey boys, like, how do you feel about let's just go down to the theater and watch Red Zone on the IMAX? Yeah, let's let's yeah. watch Red Zone on the IMAX yeah. for ten hours, and they'll have hot dogs and you know it's a and by I the mean, way, the food's, tell, the food's free. You, it's a part of the Prime membership. And, yeah. Uh, well, we'll also also what you what you would have to do in order to it could be another avenue for beverages so you you would have to get your alcohol licensing of course you'd have to go through abc but you could get definitely alcohol licensing some of these theaters already have alcohol licensing so you could basically borrow off that alcohol licensing already oh yeah um and then it's going from there oh yeah you've got yeah you've got all your uh craft beers you've got your local strains of marijuana you've got they have that whatever you might want in a movie theater it's all have you ever been in one place have you uh, ever been to Alamo uh, Draft House? Yeah, I, I mean, I understand the concept, but it's we're talking about like I think well, the, the real well, value prop is combining it. it with the streaming service yeah. that we're already paying for. Yeah, that's already like so. We were talking about like they're testing us already. Tomorrow, uh, Wonder Woman comes out on HBO Max. HBO Max, yep. Yep. So like, yeah, yeah it's it's so you have made a monthly subscription. To something that you probably wanted to see in a theater obviously it's not available and you places. would have spent so 50 bucks on they still want you know maybe you know there's going to be people who are going to get an hbl max subscription just to watch that movie tomorrow so okay guys i, I really gotta go yeah right. happy yeah, holidays. Uh, yeah. Happy holidays, merry christmas see ya yep you have a good one